0: Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. If this is your first time here, my name is Tyler Chef, and I am the host of the show. And this week, boys and girls, we're going to talk about the IRS taxing cryptocurrency. Now, just saying that has probably got some people listening going, no way, dude, it's supposed to be private. They're not supposed to be involved. That's the whole idea. The government can't control it. Well, you're right. The government can't control it yet. Stay tuned. This is going to be interesting. Now, for a lot of folks, last several years, they've enjoyed the rewards of investing in various types of cryptocurrency under the assumption that they could avoid the prying eyes of the government. Now, obviously, people did it for many reasons, and that's just being one of them. Hell, Jill and I invested in cryptocurrency early on, and for me, I just, I don't know, I didn't understand it. I feared the fact that I could lose that little code and it all gets melted away. I didn't understand what really drives the market price, what controls the market price. And, you know, there's all these this mystery around it. Um, it just made me uncomfortable. And I decided, and this is just a personal decision, that it wasn't, we decided it wasn't right for us doesn't mean that it's not right for everybody else. It just meant for me, it wasn't right for us. So we decided not to go any further. We dabbled in it really early on. And uh, you guys heard me talk about that probably in episode 40 or 50 or something like that, maybe 60 or 70. I made a little bit of money, um, nothing to get excited about. Obviously, I, I wasn't retiring off of that. But um, it is what it is. So that said, since then I've heard all kinds of people talk about, "Ha ha! I just bought a mansion on Bitcoin. I don't have to pay tax. They can't track it. They can't trace it. They can't do this. They can't do that." Lots of people are talking about conducting business and earning capital gains, it not being trackable, free of the worry of taxation. Well, I got news for you. Uh, welcome to twenty twenty one, and I'm here to tell you those days are over. Now, before we go any further, I know some of you are saying that damn Biden. This is all his fault, and others are saying, "See." I told you Trump would screw us. And that's what this, this is not what this is about, boys and girls. That's not what this is about. This is not, has nothing to do with politics. What it does have to do with is the federal government wanting to control our money doesn't matter who's in office that's an overarching theme that's been that way since oh my god probably since the 1940s or 50s the government's always u.s government anyway has always tried to manipulate the american people such that they can fill their coffers the politicians left and right have what they call lobbyists that put money in their pockets to make decisions those decisions are not necessarily best for every single american so some people have to suck it up buttercup so that them, some senator or congressman or judge or whoever can get their pockets lined, can get their summer house in the Hamptons. That's just reality. And we can sit there and freak out about it and, and rally and burn stuff down, but it's not going to change anything. It's been that way as long as I can remember, probably as long as recorded history lets us know. So, you know, at the end of the day, instead, know that it exists and educate yourself on how to work around it. Every time they throw some nails out in the road, you know, there's always an alternate route. You don't have to drive over the nails in the road. You could stop the car. And you can back the car up and turn around. You can make a left, you can make a right. You can build a ramp and jump over the nails. There's always a way around a situation. And that doesn't necessarily mean just because you're going around something that you're being unethical or illegal. Instead, you're just learning the loopholes because I'm here to tell you, every time they make a rule, they also manage to leave a couple loopholes in the back door. Your job is to either learn those loopholes or put somebody on your team who's willing to learn those loopholes, who's willing to take the time to... Uh, Do some research to figure out where the secret trapdoor is that the government left in so that some people, you know, their cronies can of what not be penalized by these new rules. Hear me out. Last week I was listening to an episode of Rich Dad Radio, one of my favorite episodes. Robert cracks me up, especially when he constantly cuts people off. It's hilarious. But I'm listening, you know, to his episode. And in between the ads, I say that tongue in cheek. by the way, the episode was called The IRS Versus Bitcoin. And I stumbled upon some shocking news. It was delivered by CPA Tom Wheelwright. Tom Wheelwright, if you don't know, is one of what they call a rich dad advisor. A rich dad advisor, in case you've been living in a cave all your life, is one of the people that advises Robert Kiyosaki. And Robert Kiyosaki be the first one to tell you that he's not the smartest guy in the room. Matter of fact, he insists on not being the smartest guy in the room. Instead, he surrounds himself with the smartest people in the room. And that's how he made his millions. And by this time, maybe it's billions, who knows? But anyway, Tom Wheelwright was talking about how the IRS is going after Bitcoin. And by Bitcoin, he, it's all cryptocurrencies. He used Bitcoin in the episode, but I started digging into it. And it's all cryptocurrencies. It's all these supposed unregulated transactions. Apparently, there's a box that you're going to have to check on your 2021 tax return that will say whether or not you have done any cryptocurrency transactions. And if you have those transactions, with the exception of purchasing cryptocurrency, purchase is the only thing that's not taxable. But any transaction besides purchasing, that means using the Bitcoin to buy something, trading Bitcoin for a good or service trading uh, cryptocurrencies amongst themselves, the the selling of cryptocurrency and conversion back to cash, all of these things are going to carry a minimum tax of 15%. Now, I'm not a CPA. You need to get with your individual CPA and have these discussions, okay? Please do yourself the favor of sitting down with a CPA that has taken the time to go on the IRS website, read the publications, what they're talking about, so that you're clear on how to do this the right way. Now, I know some of you are probably thinking, "Well, geez, Tyler, I'm just not going to check the box." Well, I got news for you. Here's the deal: the IRS is sending a, is waving a big, bright red flag, saying, "Hey, we know some of you suckers are out there doing Bitcoin, and we want to tax you for it. We're gonna tax you for it. We're gonna figure out how to track what you buy and sell, and when we do figure it out, we're not going to tell you until y'all figure out how we did it. We're just going to start tracking it." So, guys, don't think you're not going to get caught. And here's the news. If you do get caught, if you don't check the box, you fail to check the box and they find out that you've been dealing in cryptocurrency or making purchases of cryptocurrency or making trades or anything like that with cryptocurrency and you didn't check that box, it is a felony. Felony as in click, click, you're going to jail. Okay, That's what that means. You're not going to escape it. When the government wants its money, it's going to come take that money from you. It could seize your assets. It can go crazy. I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm saying this to implore some logic here. It's like, guys, it's better to learn how to work through this situation than avoid it. So it would be my best advice to check the box. And then I'll figure in the cost of doing business, that taxation. If it's 15% tax when you buy something with Bitcoin, then negotiate a price that's 15% better than what you're prepared to pay. If you're the person that is receiving Bitcoin, okay? And how this works is I'll I'll knock it out in a nutshell. Say we're talking about a $100 purchase. I, Tyler, want the yard guy to cut my grass. And the yard guy wants to be paid in cryptocurrency. So I give him the equivalent of $100 in cryptocurrency. I have to pay the government a 15% tax on that $100 purchase, which means my $100 purchase is actually $115 purchase. Talk about hashtag inflation. And then the person who receives the Bitcoin, the lawn guy, he has to also declare that he received $100 worth of Bitcoin. And he pays a tax on that equivalent to 15%. And that's the number that Tom Wheelwright threw out. The buyer pays a 15%. The seller pays 15%. So that means the buyer is actually paying 115 and the seller is actually receiving 85. And that 30% in the middle goes to Uncle Uncle Joe and his band of elected idiots and or whoever is the next president. And that's how it goes. So great deal for the government. <laughs> it's kind of brilliant if you think about it. but. Um, that's the status quo. That's how it's going to shake out, guys. So be prepared. It's coming. It's coming around the bend. So you might as well figure out a way to work through it. That means you got to brush up on your negotiating tools or in your negotiating skills, I should say, because you're going to need them. You're going to have to negotiate better deals if you're going to use crypto to the point of 15%. If you're a seller, you need to learn how to protect your income to the tune of 15% more, which means you got to raise your prices to 15%. To allow for this new tax that's coming. And with that guys, so much for Bitcoin being unregulated. Now that doesn't mean they're going to regulate Bitcoin. So I don't want to, I'm not going to sit there and belabor this and argue with a whole bunch of people. And sometimes people want to email and, and they want to debate the topic. I'm not going to debate it with you. It is what it is. What I need you to do is do your own homework. Go on the IRS website, read the regulations and the publications that are put out about this cryptocurrency taxation thing. Get with a CPA that is an expert. Tyler is not an expert in either cryptocurrency or taxes, which is why we say go work with a CPA. Do not do your own taxes when it comes to the stuff and understand how you're going to be taxed. And here's the thing, guys, play by the rules. It's Life is so much easier if you just play by the rules. And I know most of you do, but every once in a while I talk to somebody who did what I did, which wasn't smart back many years ago. I thought I was the smartest guy in the room and I did my own taxes. What I realized is I was a moron. I was a complete idiot. Doing my own taxes cost me a freaking fortune in taxes because I didn't know what the heck I was doing. And I made very bad mistakes and the IRS did not have any patience when it came to me talking about my mistakes. They were just like, we don't care. Pay us anyway. Well, that wasn't fun for me. I can tell you that. So rule of thumb is just keep, sh- keep it simple and do the right thing. Pay your bills and life will be good. At the end of the day, guys, we could freak out about all this stuff. We could have it a- go into a, a panic attack and-, and we could rally and burn down buildings and do all this other stuff, but you're not going to change what's going on. This is happening in spite of you. They're going to tax your cryptocurrency. So there's no sense in pouting about it. Instead, let's learn how to get better at negotiating build this in as a cost of doing business. Understand that, yes, the government's going to take your money. That's never changed. Ever since biblical times, that's never changed. Once they started with governments and they figured, oh, hell, this is profitable. All we got to do is steal from the citizens. (laughs) I don't care what country you're in. That happens everywhere. It's life. So we suck it up, right? If you're in the medical profession, let's say you're a surgeon or perhaps you're an anesthesiologist and you're getting taxed to death. Well, here's the deal. You can change that. The rules of the book and the tax code talk about all the different ways you could avoid taxation. One of the big ways you could avoid taxation or reduce your tax liability is to simply do what the government wants you to do. The government wants you to invest and provide housing. They used to want you to invest in fossil fuels and, and whatnot. Now, right now, the current administration is more focused on the green initiative, right? They don't They're not keen on the whole fossil fuel thing. So what used to get tax advantages and tax benefits from investing in oil and gas as years go on, and if we go with this Green New Deal and we start getting more into renewable energy sources and things like that, they're probably going to soften the tax advantages or reduce the tax advantages on the things that they used to be okay with, oil and gas. And they're going to instead put emphasis on giving you tax advantages on green energy, or renewable energy sources, things that are that are sustainable, renewable—all those fancy buzzwords that they talk about. Systemic, system, systemic energy savings. I mean, there's a word they use the heck out of systemic energy savings. Right, the whole system is going to work on saving energy and, and reducing our carbon footprint. So, if the government tells you, "Hey, dude, if you invest in this renewable energy, we're going to give you a massive tax break," then do it. And I know, maybe you're—I don't know—extreme white wing, you're principled, or whatever. And you're like, "I'm never going to invest in that green new deal because." I I think AOC is a moron. Well, I'd agree with you AOC is a moron, but that doesn't change the fact that the government's going to reduce or eliminate your tax liability on gains made from investing in these things that feed these idiots. And frankly, if they want if who cares if AOC gets their way with the green new deal if you can make a million dollars on your retirement plan, right? I mean, at the end of the day, you got to pick your battles. I mean, would you rather just pay a high tax or worse, not invest your money out of principle and then go broke? Hell no, that's no fun, I'm telling you. Being independently wealthy, it definitely has its advantages. Now, again, before your mind goes down a political rabbit hole, please understand that the IRS is going to do its thing. I said that earlier in the episode. I want to say it again. Yes, the IRS's activities are influenced by the White House, by Congress, by Senate, whoever, but that doesn't change the fact that in a basic sense, taxation, for the most part, can be avoided. I'll say it again. Taxation can legally be avoided. Now, tax time is coming. They've just extended the time when you can put out your, do your tax returns and whatnot. This is a time where if you're doing your own taxes or maybe your, your CPA is one of those people that doesn't ask any questions, just dictates everything. They don't really understand because they've never asked you how you earn your money. You've never asked them any questions. Maybe this is a good year to pull up a chair and have a cup of coffee and start asking some good questions and start doing some tax planning because there's a lot of good opportunity coming down the pike, but they got good opportunities. Amazing returns are only amazing returns and good opportunities if you don't give the all the profits to the government and understand the government will absolutely allow you to get filthy rich if you want to. You just have to invest in the things they want you to invest in. So i am gonna give you a couple examples, okay? Here's a snackable little nugget of what I've learned, and I'm going to condense it, keep it simple. This is what I've learned thus far, which has helped me reduce or in some cases, eliminate my tax liability year over year. And understand, I make a good income. I do well for myself. I've been fortunate to retire from the corporate world many years ago. I've now relocated down to the tropical paradise of Key West, and life is grand. I'm able to do that because I'm not giving gobs of money to the government. Instead, I'm playing by the rules they set out. Government said, Tyler, if you do this, we're gonna make it real easy for you to live in Key West and enjoy life. If you don't do this, well, you can live in Kansas somewhere. I don't want to live in Kansas. I've been to Kansas. No offense to those that live in Kansas, but I spent a year in Fort Riley, Kansas and I was not excited about it, although the fishing and the hunting was impeccable. Amazing. But good gravy is a cold there. That said, here we go. The government does not like you flipping anything. Fact. They don't like you flipping houses, apartments, businesses, whatever. Why? Because two reasons. One, they want you earning in streams of income, not necessarily in piles. But the main reason is they want you to provide housing. And what they realize is that when you're out there flipping houses, you're making housing less and less affordable. So the government doesn't provide tax incentives for house flippers, but they do provide tax incentives, massive tax incentives for landlords, people that provide other people a place to live in a long-term capacity. So if you are a landlord and you uh, receive your profits in streams, you and a CPA that has a clue should be able to sit down and figure out a tax strategy that gives you advantages over those that do not invest in things that provide housing. The government these days, as I said a minute ago, wants you to invest in renewable energy sources. So understand that if you're currently invested in oil and gas, those tax benefits may start to soften, disappear, be reduced, whatever. They may go away completely. Who knows? But you can expect a trend. I'm telling you now, that's going to be the trend. So if you think about buying an oil rig, I would think about that for a second and maybe look at how much you can buy a solar panel for instead, because that's the way they're going. Like it or love it, hate it, doesn't matter that's how it's going. You're not going to fight City Hall. I'm going to leave you with one more thing before we wrap up here. And this is talking about piles and streams. And I'm just going to use this as an analogy to help you understand the importance of trying to earn your money in streams instead of piles. When you generate piles of cash, piles of cash are easy to see. The person at the bank notices it. If you ever get audited by the IRS, they notice it. If you show big piles of sudden income on your tax return, aka capital gains, the IRS notices it and they tax You, some call it steal from you, but nobody's really looking for streams to steal. Okay. Think about that. Nobody's really looking for streams to steal. Let's pretend that you're a bank robber. Does it make more sense for you to go to the bank one time and steal all the money or try to rob the bank every month and get 500 bucks? No, you're not going to go to the bank every month to get 500 bucks because the likelihood of you getting caught is pretty significant. So instead, you're going to go for the big pile. So, if taxation is theft and the government is the thief, why not focus on earning your income in streams? How do you do that? Well, you buy rental property or you invest in a fund, perhaps a syndicate that invests in real estate and you participate in the tax advantages. Now, as many of you have heard, we're starting a fund. Okay. A colleague of mine, Mike Marino, he and I, he's doing a fund. I'm going to be assisting him with the fund, doing acquisitions, managing assets whole nine yards. We're going to be buying buying income-producing properties, short-term rentals, vacation rentals, as some may refer to them, and long-term investment strategies in the real estate sector in Key West, Florida. The advantage here for those that are be invested in the fund is they will be able to reap certain tax benefits that most people not be able to take advantage of. So reason would dictate if you're a credit, if you are an accredited investor and you want to invest in a market that has seen no downturn in about five decades, then you might want to pick up the phone and book an appointment or go to cashflowguys.com, hit that book Tyler button, get on my calendar. Let's talk about how we can get your retirement plan, your available cash, your lazy money working for you such that you can earn significant returns while Providing yourself a taxed favored environment. There's opportunities out there for everyone listening to this episode. Even if you're not an accredited investor and maybe investing in a syndicate is not for you, then ask yourself this question. What's the one thing I can do to figure out a way to get my hands on a rental property this year in 2021? Because I'm here to tell you when you do that, when you invest in that real estate or maybe in renewable energy, then you are creating a tax advantage situation for yourself. You're doing what the government wants you to do. You're going to see tax advantages. I'm hoping they put some sort of a tax credit out again, love those by the way, for solar, because I'm re- getting ready to put solar, a larger solar system, big upgrade on my off-grid cabin. So guys, there's all kinds of ways to make money. Imagine if you could eliminate your tax bill. Imagine, look at your tax returns from last year and see how much tax they took out of your, your wallet in the year 2020. And then go back another year, 2019, if last year was a bad year for you. The government is stealing from you, but you have the ability to make that stop. One of the ways you can do that, guys, you go to cashflowguys.com, you whack that Ask Tyler button. We get on the phone and discuss the opportunities that we've got where you can buy cash-flowing real estate with other people and enjoy the tax benefits, not to mention the returns. Guys, have a great week, and I'll catch you up with you next time. This concludes today's episode. This episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn.